Hello everyone, welcome to Flashback on the Y Spot. My name is Aidelelo Washegun, also known as the Y Spot. Flashback on the Y Spot is to help us remember the past and also to get us and also to get us in front of past memories that happened in football. We might look into other sports once in a while, but majorly on football, we look at past memories that happened down from the 2000s to the 90s to the 70s to the 80s, 60s, 50s, and so on and so forth. Just know this wherever a major football event occurred in the past, we will look into it and give the full details of everything that went on. But as for now, which is the first episode for this episode, which is the first episode of Family Device Sport, we'll be looking at the first ever World Cup in history. Which took place in Uruguay in 1930. Yes, 1930. From the 13th of July to 30th of July, the first ever World Cup took place. Now, the first ever World Cup was not, was not was not just all good and rosy, it was also with controversies, which we're looking into. But as for today, we look at certain aspect of the World Cup. Probably in the next episode, we look at another aspect of the World Cup. But today, we look at one aspect of the World Cup, the 1930 World Cup, which we need to know about. Now, the 1930 World Cup wasn't just any type of World Cup, it's a very time for Europe because they were celebrating that centenary independence, yes, they celebrated that centenary independence, which they built a particular stadium to celebrate, the Estadio Sinaterio was built to celebrate the centenary independence, which is also one of the amazing, amazing and superbly stadium which was built in those days, it, is a, it, it was a stadium which was filled with 90,000 capacity. And according to the then FIFA president uh, Remet, he named the city as a, as a temple of football. As a temple of football. Amazing. And let's let let us know that this stadium, out of 18 matches that occurred, that, that occurred in the 93 World Cup, it hosted 10, which was the two semi-finals and the final match. It was super. I would like to, to the extent that uh, FIFA on the July on the 18th of July 1983 declared that Estadio Centenario was the only historical monument of world football, the only building of one of its kind worldwide. Super. And that stadium hosted 10 matches out of the 10 matches in FIFA World Cup. Now, let's go to the hosting rights. The hosting rights was not without a league of controversy also, where we saw six countries contested for for contesting for hosting the Festival World Cup, but it was five from Europe and one from South America. Guess what? The five countries from Europe dropped out from the race, leaving Uruguay to take to take the beat to, to, to host the competition. Now the five five European countries who contested for dropped out were Italy, Sweden, Netherlands, Spain and Hungary. Note this. The first ever World Cup was without Spain and England. Like I said, the World Cup filled with controversies, issues there and there, but it's all good also. Now we saw whereby European countries couldn't attain the first World Cup due to one, the cost of taking of, of traveling through sea to attend the competition. Two, some of the players will be available for the competitions. Now, as that the first as that, uh, let us go to not also. Let, let, before I move to uh, the uh, out or uh, to move to the full details, let me also let you know that. The first of all World Cup was an open bid, which means any any country which was was like was registered and recognized by FIFA could attend World Cup. There's open invitation. This is as at the last day of which was on the February 20th, given by FIFA for anyone who interested to to come in. No, 
European team, no European team has actually registered to take this competition. Yes, no European team could have actually registered to take to, to come for the competition. No European team at all. But we had we had we had Americans here, we had Brazil, Bolivia, Chile, Mexico, Paraguay, Peru, and United States all entered the competition. But no European team as at that time had registered to come for the competition. No European team at all. At home, which was something shocking, but it was true. Now, guess what? Four European teams later joined the race. Yes, four European teams joined, came into the competition, but it was without, it was just, just it wasn't easy for them. But some was some selfless service took in, taken by certain individuals in each country to do so. We had Romania, yes, we had Romania, we had uh, Yugoslavia, we had Belgium, we had Belgium, and we had France. But guess what? These teams, these these countries, had to sacrifice certain things and had to do certain things to get there. It wasn't easy for them at all. But let us go now. At that time, when Jusume found out that, uh, as a two months before the World Cup began, no reporter has actually registered. Now, the FIFA press had to intervene and find of ensuring that certain teams, at certain countries, could register for it. That's why we now saw France, Belgium, Romania, and Yugoslavia making the trip through sea to come for the competition. Also, Uruguay, also in a bid for in bid for European nations to come to come to the World Cup, Uruguay FA wrote a letter to FA to the FA, which is the English FA itself, that they should invite them to come for the competition. But at that time, the British, which is which comprises of England, North Ireland, Scotland, and Wales were resigned from FIFA at that time. So the the, the, the letter was, was rejected by FIFA by, by, by the FA committee on the 18th of November 1929. Notice this two months before the beginning of the World Cup. First of all World Cup ministry, no European country have officially registered to take part in it. Two months before. Amazing. So now we're looking at the four countries, four European countries, what they actually did to get into the World Cup. What actually happened? How did the Romanians, the Belgians, the France, and Yugoslavia? What did they actually did do to get into the first ever World Cup? Now let's let's start with Romanians. Romanians at that time was was managed by Constantin Radulescu and coached by their captain Rudolf Wetzner and Octav Lichent. Now they entered the competition through the intervention of their newly crowned king, King Karu II. At that point in time, do you know what the king did? The king selected the players by selected the squad by himself. Yes, selected the squad by himself. They went to the employers of these players. The employers of the players, because then the players were actually doing daily jobs. They had the jobs they did. Now went to the employers of the players and begged and negotiated the fact that if we let these players go, let's ensure that their jobs still remain intact. So after the competition, they could get their job back. Which means at that point in time, jobs were more valuable than football competitions. That the king of Car 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 King Carol II of Romania had to go and beg these employers to ensure that these players get have their job back immediately after when 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 they are back from the from the, from the tournament. That's what they did, and the players went for the World Cup. Now let's look at France. Now France also was due to an intervention of also an important figure also. Yes, was it in the of any particular figure? Uh, France entered the competition in the of Raymond, but let us note this. France defender, star defender at that point in time, that's Mane Anatol, and that coach couldn't be persuaded to make the trip. Now, Raymond gets intervened in trying to intervene in trying to bring France to, 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 to France to the World Cup, but 
Frank Star defender at that point in time, was that's Anatole and uh, Gaston Berry at that point in time, they couldn't, they were not persuaded enough to come for the competition. Now, L Lucien La uh, Lawrence at the same time have, have had their trip towards to uh, to to Uruguay. He said it took them fifteen days on the ship, fifteen days on the ship. That's the ship of the ship was Cotevade, Cotevade. Let me Cotevade, and they they embarked from Villa Francois in company of the Belgians and Yugoslavians. Yes. Let me let give it to you right now. The Belgians, the 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 Yugoslavia, the and French were in the same ship that took them that the original ship that took them to Uruguay. Yes, they were in the ship that took them to Uruguay. Now this is what they did. They picked each 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 team from each locations. They should pick each team from each locations down to the competition down to Uruguay. And during that period of time, uh, Lucien said they couldn't that the coach that the coach the, the coach couldn't talk about tactics in uh, tactics or, or or anything about the football or the the, the, the team squad right in the ship on their way to Uruguay. Remember, I said there's only they were in the ship. We had the Yugoslavians and the Belgians also, which it was no training at that point. They could, they, they, all they did was basic exercise, uh, basic exercise uh, and training. That's what they did, but. When it comes to tactics, talking about tactics and other thing, they couldn't do such a thing on the ship. But they did training. They trained on the ship and they did basic exercise. Now let's go to the Kingdom of Yugoslavia. Now, the Kingdom of Yugoslavia at that point in time had doubt in the for the competition due to the fact that Croatians decided to boycott the national team, which left King Alexander at that point in time no 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 hope of financing it because they felt wasn't the financing such such if most of the team players were not. We're not coming. We're not. We're not. We're not going to. We're not. We won't be available for the competition. There's something happened now. A football, a Belgrade football association decided to round up all domestic Serbian Serbian players. Yes, all domestic Serbian players were rounded up by the Belgrade football association, and too many rival rival club that Belgrade football club, and BSK and SK. Um, Two rival for uh, Belgrade football club. That point, two rival Belgrade football club. That has BSK and SK Yugoslavia provided the teams. Yes, they provided. They, they provided most of most of the players. Why we had three side players who played outside. Who played outside outside Yugoslavia, but they were playing in France. Came came to join the squad. Now note, Yugoslavians were mainly were mainly contested. Were all I think were mainly made up of the Serbians. Yes. We mainly major by what the Serbians, uh, every one of them, almost all the team, almost the players that resulted you can at that point in time. We almost all of them were all Serbians, were all Serbians at that point in time. Now let's look at the referees. Now it's important to tell you that during that point in time we had referees who were players. I don't know. We, 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 we have referees who were officials of of certain national team. Now we have fifteen referees who participated in the, FIFA, the first FIFA World Cup. Now. Two were Belgians, four were Euro Europeans. We had the French, we have Romania, and we had eleven Americans. Among those eleven Americans, Americans, we had six from Uruguay. Six from Uruguay. But notice, we had four. We have four Europeans. That's two Belgians, uh, a Frenchman, and Romanian. Then eleven came from America. Now out of the eleven, six were Uruguays. But guess what? Despite having these referees in charge. And the and also after after the referee selected, now nah, before the control the control began, this referee had to had, had to be invited to sort of certain issues 
so that you, so that will embrace certain differences or controversies and to and, and, and to have some conflicting issues at that point in time. But guess what? Despite the meeting, despite the iron out of, of controversies and conflicting issues or meeting differences, controversies still happened. Controversies still took place. Controversies still took place, yes. Let it be known that what we experience now in today's football didn't just start now. The free controversy has started way back as 1930, and I'll give it to you right now. Now, let it know. Brazilian referee Gilberto Del Amanderego blew the full-time whistle six minutes before the actual time. That's it. The full-time whistle was built six minutes before the actual time. Six minutes early. Six minutes early. That means it was sort of 19 minutes full. It was built six minutes earlier than that, like 84 minutes. And that was in the match between Argentina and France. I, could, I myself am like, wow, seriously. Was, was, was there no research or time to keep track? But guess what? Trust the fans and trust the players. They really hated it. They they, they hated the, the, the pitch up. And it was without it was arguing and tampering and everything. But I every day, the match actually had to continue. But it was on record that the Brazilian referee blew the full time to six minutes early than usual. Also, now we had a Bolivian referee. A Bolivian referee who was also the coach of Bolivian team, that's Ulises Salcedo, that's Ulises Salcedo, Salcedo. Now, in the, in the match between Argentina and Mexico, in, in the match between Argentina and Mexico, he gave Argentina three penalties, three, one, two, three, three penalties, three penalties. Yes, Argentina lost the penalty, yes, and that trick was produced in the process of, of the match between Argentina and Mexico, which ended 6-3 in, in favor of Argentina, but the Bolivar referee gave Argentina three penalties, three, in one match. And let's forget, Sassuolo, who, who, who was the referee for that match, is the coach, coach of Bolivia. Now, Bolivia is, an, is, a, belong, a, belong, is, an, is a South American team. And I, I just now also saw South, South, also South, South America, South, 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 South America also. Uh, now, let's look at certain, certain, I won't say certain facts about the game, and about the work that came up on board. Now, the first ever penalty kick took place between France versus Chile. France versus Chile produced the first penalty kick of the World Cup. Now, Lucien. Now, so the first good player to save a penalty kick was Alex Tepot of France. Alex Tepot of France was the first was the first goalkeeper to save a penalty kick, and that was against Chile. And and the, and the person who took the penalty was Carlos Vida in the 30th minute of the match, and that was on the 19th of July, 1913. Now let's move to the grouping. Let's move to the grouping. Also, the first player to score. A goal kick. I'm sorry, a goal kick to score the first player to score <laughs> the first player to score the goal, a goal in the World Cup was the France player, Lucien Laurent. Lucien Laurent was the first player to score a goal in the FIFA World Cup. Yes, he was the first player to score a goal in the FIFA World Cup. Also, the first before we to keep a clean sheet was in the match between United States of America. And Belgium. When United States of America won three new, three new, three new, and the goalkeeper was known under that Jimmy Douglas. Jimmy Douglas was the first goalkeeper to post a clean sheet 
on the World Cup in the World Cup tournament. He was the first goalkeeper to clean, he puts the clean sheet in the World Cup. And uh, and also, unless I forget to uh, to let you know, the match between the first ever match, the the, op- the opening match of the World Cup with two matches, which was uh, which was be- which was between. Which was in Mexico and France, which ended 4-1, and United States versus Bolivia, which, which ended 3 in the fifth of United States. Like I said, the, the the opening matches of the World Cup was was too much. That was United States versus Belgium, which ended 3 in the fifth of United States, then France versus Mexico, which ended 4-1, fifth of France. So that's it. So then let's, let's now move to the groupings, how, how, how the World Cup was being grouped. Now, we had 13 teams, 13 teams who registered for the World Cup. Four, four were from Europe, like I said, Yugoslavia, uh, Romania, uh, Belgium, and France. Why 11 were from, were from the South Asia, why 11 were from the Americas, where we had, where we had two from, so let's continue. Now, let's move to the groupings. Now, we had 13, 13 we had 13 teams. Now we had four groups. Now the first group was made of four was made of four teams. Why the rest of the three minutes were made of three was made of three teams each. Now this is what they did at that point. In, in those, this is what they did. The first the, the first team, as I said, the team who took the first position qualified straight to the semi-finals. Yes. Provide straight to the semi-finals. The team who took the first position in each group qualified straight to the semi-finals. Now we had a team now. We had a team now. We had in the four in the in, in the in the qualified semi-final we had Etina, we had Yugoslavia, we had United States and we had Uruguay. Yes, those are the four teams who qualified to the group, who qualified for the first for the first semi-final clash. We had Argentina, we had Yugoslavia, we had Uruguay and we had United States. United States, yes, United States qualified for the first ever semi-finals. That's it. And now another thing we should know, another shocking thing that actually happened in the World Cup was this: Argentina captain Manuel Ferrari missed the game against Mexico. Guess why? Because he wanted to go and take a low, a low exam in Buenos Aires, in Buenos Aires. Seriously, I've seen one of the figures that, and in those in those days, education was taken more importantly than football. Job was more important than football than the World Cup tournament. That a captain, not any captain, at the time captain, Manuel Ferrer mixed a World Cup match or to go back to his go back to Buenos Aires to take a law exam. I guess it can happen this day. It can never. It is it's literally impossible to happen this day. Any player missing a World Cup match to go take a exam, any kind of exam, any type, it's not gonna happen. It's not going to happen. I doubt it. I doubt it. Now also another shock that happened in the World Cup, 90 World Cup was where that the Bolivian team. Who were who were I would say who were playing their first ever international competition at that point in time, paid tribute to the host by wearing a single letter each like each each teammate were wearing a single letter which spelled Viva Uruguay. Yes, each teammate was wearing a single letter which spelled Viva Uruguay, and that was the opening the opening match of the of the World Cup of the of the game in the World Cup. Good. Now another shocking thing that happened now in those days there were no red card there were no yellow card. But guess what? There was expulsion. Now the first player to be expelled for being expelled from the World Cup match in history was Placido Galindo of Peru. 
Yes, it was expelled in games. It was played for Peru, and that was match between Peru and Romania. And that match, Romania won 3-1. 3-1, yes. That it was Peru at least scored the first goal. Romania equalized. Then it took two late goals for Romania to get the win. Two late goals. It, it took Romania two late goals for get for them to get the needed win. It's amazing. Now, today ends. This episode, this is the end of this episode four of Flag Wise. But the next episode, we look at each group is the group one, the group two, the group three, and the group four. Then, then we we'll move to another episode where we we'll talk about the semi-finals, the third place, and the finals. Like I said, this World Cup, nineteen thirty World Cup, is is divided into three segments. Now we've talked about the starting 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 part of this seg- starting part of this World Cup in this segment. Now the next segment we look at the group the groupings the group one the group two and the group three and group four also. Then the next segment another segment also we look at the semi-finals, the third place, and the finals also. It prom- like I said, nineteen thirty World Cup was filled with a lot of issues. It was filled with the good, the bad, the controversies. And some amazing things, the funny things that went on. Like I said, we had a player missing a World Cup match, ought to go out, write a law exam. I had a player getting expelled. I had a player also, not not really. We had we had we had we had officials who were also coaches, and also they were part of they were also part. Yes, Romania coach also was also was also a referee. Let's let's forget. Let's let's forget. Romania coach also was also a referee. I had Bolivian coach also was also a referee. And we had seven. Like I said, we had some. Things we look at and the things that actually went on that were somewhat strange was that strange was right now that is really strange was now but actually happened then it's going to happen it's going it's, we're going to look into those things as time goes on and in the next episode so thank you for being thank you for listening to this program my name is Aidelo Vashoge Emai also known as Y Spot this is flashback with the Y Spot.